0: Greetings, scurvy dogs and wenches, lads and lasses, elves and dwarves, and welcome to the first episode of HavocCast, the guild podcast for Havoc, the world PvP guild of Scylla, US, on the Alliance. Uh, I am L'Rile, guildmaster and host of HavocCast. Joining me today are Acadia, officer of Havoc.
1: Hello.
0: And Geostigma, officer of Havoc. Hi. Uh, today, on the agenda, we will be opening up, as per usual, um, with listener questions and comments. Uh, to post a comment or question, uh, go to um and post in the last episode's comments, even if you haven't listened to the last episode. Uh, today we have two questions. The first from Applebottom asking why is L'Oreal so handsome? The answer to this is I'll go because ahead and that. no, no, the answer is simply because he plays the sousaphone. Uh, the second question is for all three of us. Um, and this is from Captain Rave. Um his question, what is your favorite WoW resource website? I'll go ahead and let you start out with this one. Gio. Uh, well, oh, yeah, uh,
1: my favorite WoW resource website would have to be wowhead.com, because I uh, really enjoy the interface, and I really tend to get a lot of uh, reliable information from them. With a quest, or finding something, or just you know a good spot to grind out some mats. Go to wowhead.com. Uh, that sounds like a lot of bullshit to me. I'd say Elitist Jerks is a pretty decent resource. Um, just go to their forums and then choose your class, and there's a bunch of subforums in there about your uh, regarding different specs or strategies. Now, all the information is usually listed on the first post. All the uh, most important information.
0: I like WoW Insider because the authors uh, reply to me on Twitter.
1: And that's. Okay, just...
0: <laughs> that is our uh, questions for the week. Remember, go ahead post your own questions to make it more interesting.
1: Um, I think you like elitistjerk.com because you're an elitist jerk. <laughs> I'm not an elitist jerk. Continue. Um, next,
0: we are going to talk about Guild News, but before we do that, I feel, I since I forgot to mention it when I was introducing our hosts... Uh, that we do look for a guest host every week. Um, This week, our guest host was Josh, and he disappeared right before the podcast. Is it Josh or Josh? Josh, I think. But it's all subjective. Um, Indeed. As you might have been able to tell from the intro, this month in Havoc, it is, indeed, Pirate Month. The guild ranks that reflect this this month from Guildmaster to Recruit are Redbeard, for me, um, First Mate for Senior Officers, Lookout for Officers, Sailor for Senior Members, Sea Dog for Members, Bilge Rat for Alts, and Scallywag for Recruits. Um, The guild event, which we actually did this month, or will be doing this month, uh, is scheduled for the 18th. Yeah, the 18th. Um, it is a an, a pirate attack on Horde Coastal Towns. Fun.
1: Yeah, uh, it seems like it's going to be really nice. Um, uh, you know, pretty much anybody that wants to can join in on that. Uh, of course, obviously, the higher levels are preferred. Gio,
0: stop playing quarters during the podcast.
1: I'm not He's gonna... just jingling them together.
0: It's if... Right next to <laughs>
1: the mic. He's actually decided to be polite enough to stop slamming them onto the table. And the thing is, he doesn't even have a drink. He has nothing to drink when he loses. So he's just... Um,
0: Gio's computer blew up, so he's over at Acadia's to do the podcast for all our dear listeners. Um... Next month, we are still looking for submissions and ideas for the guild theme. Um, It's currently looking like Norse month if we don't get any other submissions. But that's okay, because the Norse were awesome. Um, And we will continue on with the podcast with the intelligent discussion of world PvP, world PvP mechanics, and world PvP strategy. Now, for those of you who may not be familiar, which might be anyone who has not played since vanilla, for them, uh, for the most part, world PvP is not ganking. World PvP is attacking towns and cities um, with raids built from player communities rather than an automatic pugger pug grouper. Um, it is not. It is much better than any other kind of playing this game.
1: Uh, yeah we know what you're trying to say any other kind of playing this game <laughs> in, in,
0: any other way of playing World of Warcraft is inferior to World PvP um, if you are interested in getting involved in World PvP transfer to Scylla and join but really um, just pop, uh, slash join World Defense so many people don't even know that that channel exists
1: I'll be honest I didn't
0: Yep, it will show you whenever someone is attacking um, friendly NPCs and in what subzone. Although, with all the things that were moved in Cataclysm, that doesn't tell you a whole lot.
1: You know, of course, local defense is always sort of, a, um, sort of the same thing, but uh, yeah, as you said, world defense is a bit more useful. Indeed.
0: Um... This week, we are going to be talking about focus targeting and the advantages of a um, single melee focus, and the advantages of two focuses, a ranged and a melee focus. Um, To understand using a focus, um, one has to understand what a focus is. A focus is used by typing slash focus space name, or by right-clicking someone's portrait and sending them to focus. Uh, On your UI, you can enable it to show your focus's target and auto-attack when you assist. You can make uh, macros specified around your focus like slash assist space focus. Um, This allows many players, especially in world PvP, to attack the same target at once based on one intelligent person selecting that target. Now, um, it's you always want to have um, a melee focus. You might also want a ranged focus in addition, but you want a melee focus um, always at least so that the melee have something to focus off of and so that potentially the ranged have something to focus off off of. Now, if you use a ranged focus separate, then you can um, hit targets that might not realistically... Be um, available for a ranged player to, or a melee player to get to um, in a crowd or swath of players. Don't let me lead the entire discussion.
1: <laughs> Do you have anything to contribute? Well, I usually use focuses as a resto druid. I set focuses to my team members and use that to help man focus and tank say somebody that's doing high DPS so we don't want to necessarily die right away. But that is, most of my experience with focuses is done with healing, so I don't have much to say with your uh, melee focus. And I mean, uh, mainly when doing damage on my um, Warlock, I, the melee focus are almost always uh, I prefer those over the range because not only are they going to do more serious damage to clothies, they're it's going to get healed quite a bit, they're going to be the ones you want to bring down uh, quickest. Other than the healers, of course.
0: Yeah. Um, especially because of the amount of control that coffees um, uh, are bringing right now. Um, especially with Ring of Frost. That's an incredibly potent ability, and it will break up your melee off fast.
1: Oh god. Ring, yeah.
0: yeah, Ring of Frost is a nightmare for everyone. Oh, okay, so guess who got just logged on? Um, Josh. Yep. Apparently he must have missed the central bit. Um, Josh will be joining us in just a minute, to our dear listeners. Um, The problem with using a ranged and melee focus, though, uh, is in that uh, you are splitting your damage in half um, in an ideal situation um, in other ti- other time or in a sub ideal situation other times you might be splitting your damage 30 um, 70 or you know, math is hard when you're thinking 40 man raids um, And that can lead to healers being able to cover um, in the face of your offense. Um, and if the opposing group is using a single melee focus, um, then they will be able to burn your sing burn a single person down at once uh, faster. But um, when when you are using uh, just a melee focus, it limits the number of targets you can do. And if you need to switch quickly, then um, your range will be limited to what your melee uh, focus is a- is able to reasonably go after. Indeed. Josh is cooking pizza. It, are quarters still being played?
1: No, no, he's, um... He's giving up on the... The, the shot glasses upside down. <laughs> um, another
0: big issue that is, um, worth talking about in World PvP, where, um... The world PvP climate is a lot different than uh, especially Arena and also Battlegrounds in that your group is almost always together unless it's a disorganized mess or you just got split up um, because you don't have loyalty bonds. But um, that allows healers to cover things really easily. And that means you have to pop a lot less of your survivability cooldowns overall um but uh b- between your offensive and your defensive cooldowns um it, it's always a great question of on when to use them during a uh during a world PvP skirmish especially if you're uh, defending a town and your main strategy is something simple like graveyards or game.
1: Yeah, generally I think a uh, good th- good time to pop your survivability cooldowns are uh, to take stress off the healer. Usually the um, shit's really hitting the fan. Or just for damage if you need that extra push um, in attacking someplace and you're pretty much in the same sense that you would um, in battlegrounds. Organized battlegrounds, I mean, it is. Not the ones we get into.
0: Never the ones we get into, God. Um, In a lot of world PvP communities, um, you will know who you're fighting against, you will know their playstyle, you will know their spec just by their name, uh, because of how often you will encounter each other. And in those cases, if you know you've got off healers, and you know you have um, people who are less geared healers, and you see them going in for those uh, heals to back uh, players up, Uh, or you see them going on the offense when they should be healing, rather, Uh, or um, you need to get them off that offense, that's a great time to use your offensive cooldowns to force them to be healing. Especially on um, the top damage dealers, because... Um, a lot of healers will see another healer and think that they're self-sufficient or that the uh, um, at the very least another healer will grab them. And in a lot of cases, that is accurate.
1: Yep. Chio? He's... I thought he was asleep. It's, he's sort of like rocking back and forth in his uh, chair... Sort of looking at the ceiling. Uh. Jill, you looked like you had something to say. Uh, did you? No, I don't have anything to say. Jill, were you drinking right
0: before the podcast?
1: No, he'd like to be. He I would, would like to have I been. I, I didn't. I, just, I, I didn't put a boot on your car. He got booted. <laughs> Yeah, it is. is no, He's would hope. No cash in my either. So, yeah, almost the same thing, I guess. Well, well. He wants me to buy his liquor, basically.
0: Um. Hopefully, Josh will be joining us as soon as he uh, finishes cooking his pizza. Um. But, uh, back to the topic of focuses, because I guess I got distracted and moved on. (laughs) Um, uh, which do you guys personally prefer, uh, in those instances, a ranged and a melee focus, or just a melee focus?
1: Um, I think it's best to sort of coordinate with a few people on who's going to focus melee and who's going to focus range. Generally, I always focus melee because I hate those bastards. Um, I mean,
0: using a ranged or melee focus rather.
1: Oh, yeah. um, Like I said, I generally prefer melee because they've got a lot of. generally have a lot of uh, low, uh, fast cooldown um, stuns that will debilitate a lot of people. Whereas the ranged, um, most of the melee will go for because if they're out alone and not being defended, they can. They're easy HKs. Geo? Silence.
0: Enjoy the silence. I think we need to uh, add Hold on. Hold on. To the-
1: hold on. Okay, never mind.
0: Oh, okay. Nothing? Nothing? Okay. I think I think we really do need to uh, add singing to the podcast agenda. Um, right now, I'm thinking, Depeche Mode's "Enjoy the Silence."
1: We, <clears throat> yeah, that would be something um, we'll have to synchronize uh, beforehand.
0: Oh, oh, definitely. Like not now, surely. Ooh.
1: Unless well, I mean, we, we could, could just synchronize the begin, beginning of the recording, and then, uh, you know, just random times burst into chorus. <laughs> uh, that
0: would actually be a treat. Um, this, <laughs> th- this is the first podcast. You know, no practice, no, re- no rehearsal before this. Um, and nobody telling us what our topics
1: are about until
0: 30 seconds beforehand. <laughs> hey, I... I uh, did I really not mention it before?
1: We're cutting that out. No, we're not. <laughs>
0: I don't feel like playing with audio editing. Uh, just because I have a free one. Um. See any big news on Scylla? No. I tried crashing the Netherweave market a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> do you Do you remember this?
1: Uh, you, we should have done that when we had um. When I had gathered all that netherweave from questing, qu- from questing and put it in the uh, g-bank.
0: I took all the netherweave in the guild bank. There was over a thousand netherweave, and I put it on the auction house for a That's, gold of stuff. Uh, that is insane. That freed up half the auction houses, or that freed up half the um, guild bank space. It's wonderful stuff. Today, netherweave cloth is going for... Fifteen gold a stack. My manipulation did nothing.
1: Well, the valiant attempt, nonetheless.
0: Yeah, I probably shouldn't have told everyone in trade that I was doing it because three people bought it all.
1: Why? That totally ruins the effort.
0: To a greater extent, yeah, it did. Um, To our dear listeners, the reason we had so much netherweave and the reason, uh, well, the reason we had so much netherweave is because um, three Karazan full clears and grinding Shatari Skyguard rep, there's a lot of netherweave that dropped.
1: Yeah, and actually, I think uh, before that, when we had gotten another way from uh, mine and a couple others with questing, that was already that had already been sold. Geo sold all of that and put the money back into the G bank. When Geo sold it for a reasonable price, instead of one gold apiece, or one Indeed. gold
0: Indeed. A <laughs> <laughs> You netted us a lot of money, um, and I'm glad. Yes. Um, so, as it seems, we've run out of things to talk about, or, you know, Um, discussion to...
1: Well, well, we're still in the Intelligent Discussion section. That's the last section before the outro. Well, I think that it has... I think we may have derided... We... that's... okay, that is, uh... Yes, but before that, uh... I was going to mention, you know, you know uh, raise the question, why world PvP?
0: Oh, why world why PvP? Why should
1: I do that? Why should I world PvP instead of doing other things like raiding, dun- things that are more ingrained and rewarding? Um,
0: it, it, is, um, it is not the most rewarding thing uh, in terms of gear, unfortunately, um, since Vanilla... Uh, world PvP, however, does offer, um, I was actually thinking about this last night, and you know, I came to the conclusion, World PvP isn't so much the combined skill of the individuals, so much as the skill of the group, if that makes any sense.
1: Indeed it does, and uh, no, the one thing that I was going to mention um, as an answer to that question, a uh, hypothetical answer to that question, is, uh, among other things, it's just networking with the people on your server. It is That's- wonderful. wonderful. That would, you know, either build guild relations or just people that you, you know, an enormous amount of people um, on your friends. It's wonderful to see the same faces uh, from the
0: opposing faction uh, keep showing up, um, you know, every time you attack something. It's truly fun, and you know that you've got people who think, you know, oh, it's these guys, let's fight them, but, uh, you know, aside from other things, unlike BGs, a or Raiding, every single time you do it, unless you're feeling the need to attack every, in the same place every day, um, or wh- how, however often you do it, there is no, um, set, t- um, schedule to do it, because it has no real rewards other than m- minuscule amounts of honor, um, it is always a change of scener- scenery, rather.
1: Indeed, yeah, um, yeah. I like what you mentioned about the opposing faction. Getting to know them too—that's that can be helpful in times. Know where they hang out and such.
0: And not even to know where they hang out, just so much um, as to you know know the guilds, know who's into PvP, um, know the way they play, even it's uh yeah it's sort of this uh not not so much friendship but um mutual respect that is gained over the course of it unless of course you just go and gank and then you have to be killed for ganking and then you run off
1: yeah because you know 90% of the time um the people that you come across in World PvP, you don't know who the hell they are. You just look at their shoulders and determine whether or not you can take them or not, in their class or something like that. You know, it's, just, it's just like you know, there's nothing like you see a character's name and you know, oh, I probably should not fuck with that guy. Yeah, uh,
0: you you grow to know the guilds too. Um, on my old server, um, you know, someone told me that. Uh, they were being ganked. I'd be, uh, and I didn't recognize the name. I'd be like, "Well, what guild?" You know, and I'd usually recognize the guild, um, and you know, know whether or not they'd be good to show up and make a fight out of it. Or, um, but world PvP is definitely not ganking as much as people make it out to be ganking. Um, ganking is ganking, uh, and it's the unfortunate product of PvP. Uh, a lot of PvP servers. And it's got people wondering why PvP servers exist anymore, Um, but it truly is because of World PvP and the like.
1: Yeah, there's just certain things in World PvP that you'll remember in the game for the length of you played, if not more. There was a time on my old server... when we were doing uh, for the horde, this was when I was horde, and we were attacking Exodar. That was like the first stop, and we had formed like a, a raid, just sort of like a, a sort of like a military formation. And there was this sort of, sort of the same thing going on on the other side, but there were they were less, and everybody was just like you know like roaring and taunting and things like that. And then one guy just ran out into the crowd, and it just started the whole thing. It's just so cool. I wish I had recorded it, but just things like that, you can't really um, you know, recreate anywhere else.
0: Yeah, capital, uh, during Wrath, Capital Cities were an incredibly fun place to PvP in, because you were in the bee's nest... Um, Even though the bees could blue wall, which is when you deflag yourself um, in the face of enemy PvPers. And um, you. uh, I remember several times in one of my guilds, um, you know, we would make rogue parties and just go into Orgrimmar. um, And there was. We learned so much about um, a code of conduct. Uh, as a rogue, sneaking into you know an enemy capital city, don't sap anyone that's not going to get right in your way. Uh, it'll tip enemy players off, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and, and I I think there's no better way to play a rogue because that's when you really get to use stealth. Yeah. We we I wonder if. The readers, or the now readers, the uh, listeners could guess our classes just from this.
1: No, I've already revealed mine, so that's out Get of the bag. Yeah, I said warlock uh, a while ago.
0: Oh, okay. Well, oh, if they can guess Geo's and Eyes, even though Geo's said
1: nothing, uh, they can't guess his. It's a mystery. He's the bard, the next hero class. <laughs> I actually would have dropped hunter for
0: bard. Oh crap. Well. That ends that being fun at all, you know, having a small prize or something, I don't know. It would have been Armored. Um, I guess we should probably wrap up.
1: Yep, I think that about finishes. I mean, like I said, we already went over the comments, questions thing you can post to our um, blog. Um... Yeah, I think that about covers it for today.
0: Unlike the intro, which I
1: rehearsed a couple times, um, I
0: didn't even think about the outro. Um, but there was something I was about to say, and I forgot. I don't remember next week. Oh, yes, that's exactly what it was. Uh, we will try and bring a podcast every week. We don't guarantee it, because we have conflicting schedules, um, as was demonstrated by trying to get Josh on tonight. Um, so, this has been HavocCast, again, the official podcast of Havoc, uh, on Scylla US of the Alliance. Uh, if you want to join us, go ahead and roll an alt, talk with us. Um, Mumble is open to anyone in the guild. Um, you can transfer over. We will love you. Even though we haven't earned it yet. Well, um...
1: I am Larile. I am Acadia, Cheebs, otherwise known as. And the one that's um absent from this discussion at the current point is GeoStigma. No, he's eyeballing me in a very sinister way. Yes, that's true.
0: <laughs> that
1: that's geostigma. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. And this has been Havoc Cast for the week. Thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in whenever our next one's revealed.
1: Bye.